So uh, thanks for taking the time. Tell us uh, a bit about your book launch. Yeah, so uh, my name is Jamie Evans and I'm the founder of The Herb Song. And I've actually launched two books so far uh, throughout my career. The first book was The Ultimate Guide to CBD, which came out uh, in April of 2020. Mm -hmm. And then my most recent book, Cannabis Drinks, launched in April 2021. Mm -hmm. There's the book. And this explores all aspects of the cannabis drink space, Fantastic. Um, as well as an exploration of recipes. So I really tried to write a guide that could guide you through the process of making infusions at home, okay. but as well as understand the different categories within cannabis drinks. Yep. So we're seeing cannabis-infused seltzers, cannabis-infused wine, uh, cannabis beers, that's just such an interesting category. So I really wanted to combine everything that I know about cannabis drinks yep. into one book, if that's possible. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so it's been exciting. Great. Uh, what do you mean by cannabis drinks, right? So one of the uh, interviews yeah. I had before this was a master of wine, and he asked me this Great. exact question. And I just said, <laughs> there can be anything, cannabis water, cannabis, right. you know, this and that. So what defines cannabis drinks? So I would define cannabis drinks as a beverage okay. that's infused with cannabinoids. So right. whether that's infused with CBD, mm -hmm. THC, or a combination okay. of different cannabinoids, which we're actually seeing a lot of today, okay. is this, this combination or blend of cannabinoids that are going into a drink. Um, when you're thinking of different categories like a cannabis-infused wine yep. or cannabis-infused beer, mm -hmm. um, so legally, if you're trying to make this type of product, um, it has to be dealkalized. And so you cannot have alcohol and cannabis mixed into the same Correct. product at yeah. this point. Yep. So when you're seeing these different types of products out in the market, they've actually been dealkalized. Yep. So it is a, it's a very innovative category. I think science is really driving the beverages that we're seeing out there today. Mm -hmm. And within the last two to three years, we've just seen so much improvement with uh, flavor, yep. um, with how the beverages are made. These products are now shelf-stable. Shelf mm -hmm. And so all of the things that have happened mm -hmm. with, within the innovation and uh, the scientific research that's really going into the space has made these drinks viable. And shelf-stable meaning it's more like a spirit, so you can it's okay if it stays there for yeah. five years, and that's great. Uh, maybe not five years, but definitely uh, it doesn't need to be refrigerated. All right. And so that was um, one of the issues when the cannabis beverages were first coming out mm -hmm. is they were not able to shit on or to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to sit okay. yep. on a dispensary shelf. Yep. And so now these products, because of the nano emulsion technology okay. that we're using to infuse the products, um, now it's able to sit on a shelf. Got it. And you, I mean, if a dispensary has a refrigerator, yes. that's awesome. So it's, all right. <laughs> but, but it depends on the beverage, right? It depends, it depends on, on the if it's just like cannabis gin, it goes maybe on the shelf. But if it's something which requires the cannabis RTD, maybe yeah. refrigeration. So, and also with uh, a dispensary model, mm -hmm. I think which is something so great, now that we're seeing refrigeration, consumers can have this grab and go experience. Okay. So they can walk in, they could get a can of cannabis infused wine. Yes. And they can walk right out and have it like a normal beverage experience and have it be chilled. So okay. I think in the beverage space, it's just really important to have that option. But because of all the innovation in science that's going into this, uh, 
you know, you can walk into a dispensary and these beverages don't have to be refrigerated. And right now, the only place people can buy cannabis beverages or drinks is in dispensaries, correct? Or- yes. Yeah. So if it's cannabis derived, infused okay. with THC, these beverages do need to be purchased at a licensed dispensary mm-hmm. or you can purchase them from a licensed delivery service. All right. So those are kind of your two options at this point. And what has any category made it to supermarkets or any other general merchandising? So that's a really good question. Uh, in the CBD world, we're, by, we're actually seeing hemp derived CBD mm-hmm. products mm-hmm. arrive in Whole Foods, yep. uh, arrive in different types of special and grocery stores. So we are seeing the hemp CBD side of the drinks world come into those okay. kind of mainstream uh, stores. Got it. But THC still has to be through a dispensary. What do you think is like you want a one myth uh, that people just get confused with, mm-hmm. you know, cannabis uh, cocktails? Because if I think yeah. uh, uh, cocktails is like obviously alcohol is there, but legally you're saying it's uh, not allowed. But, but, but you're talking about home making, yeah. right? Yeah. So for homemaking, yeah, it's you can fine. Certainly, <laughs> yeah. you can certainly mix the two together. And in my book, yeah. I actually teach you how to do that in a very safe and there must be a, way. Exactly. There must be a scientific yes. and a, like a safe way. Otherwise, yeah. you can be messed up. Yeah. And cannabis and alcohol are both very strong intoxicants. Yep. And so if you mix them together in the wrong way, you could get very dizzy and sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there is a really safe way to do this. And um, there is a beautiful way to do this as well to make you know these cannabis cocktails taste very good great um but there's also a trend of doing mocktails so doing like a cannabis mocktail with no alcohol Mm -hmm. and i think people who are really trying to stay away from alcohol for um you know health purposes are really making um, a conscious decision to Mm -hmm. cut back on alcohol i think cannabis drinks is really providing this gateway mm-hmm. to a new type of beverage mm-hmm. that they can experience. I think uh, because of obviously the legal uh, side of distribution bottleneck, we don't see much data out there, right? Like what yeah. actually is being consumed versus right. what's being sold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, your gut says that this is happening, like the drinks people are mixing and people are yes. doing. Yeah, absolutely. I think there is a lot of interest in the topic. Yep. Um, like we were talking about earlier, back in 2018, mm-hmm there was this big exploration of using CBD Mm -hmm. into cocktails. So even here in San Francisco, uh, there was cocktail menus that have CBD in every cocktail because people were so curious about it. But isn't that illegal? But now, yes. So in 2018, the health department came along and there wasn't enough research to prove that uh, hemp CBD could be used in food and beverage. So the health department made everyone pull these fanciful cocktails off the menu. Yep. And we haven't been able to see that again. But there was this really special period in California where okay. we were seeing these CBD cocktails Amazing. who go into a normal cocktail bar and wow. order them. <laughs> so hopefully one day we'll see that again. Yep. Uh, but at home, you can certainly uh, mix around and play what, with it. What made you uh, transition or pivot into cannabis? You know, what triggered mm-hmm. you any, any moment or anything that... Just like you felt that I, I want to go in here and, you know, you come from a wine background, right? So just walk us yes. over on what you've been doing and then how you transition Absolutely. here. Yeah. So I come from a long history of working in the wine industry. So I spent over a decade working in wine. Wow. I actually went to Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. I studied wine and viticulture, majored in wine business mm-hmm. and worked at different companies such as Jackson Family Wines. Mm-hmm. I worked with the Mondavi family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I helped launch a small tasting room in San Francisco called Jack's Vineyard. So really nice. did many different things yep. in the wine space. But in 2017, I really started to notice uh, this growing culinary cannabis okay. industry. 
And of course, cannabis in San Francisco has always been a very important part of the culture. Yep. <laughs> and so um, in 2017, I just really started to take notice of it. But also during that time, I had a trauma that I experienced on mm -hmm. my own. And I witnessed this terrible car accident and I really couldn't sleep. Okay. So I, I started researching cannabis. I didn't want to turn to pharmaceutical drugs to help me sleep or alcohol to help me sleep. And uh, cannabis was always something that kind of helped me throughout college. Mm -hmm. And I really started doing more research. And so during that time, I, I quickly discovered there was just so many similarities between cannabis and wine mm -hmm. to begin with. But also just I discovered that cannabis just works with our body mm -hmm. in this incredible way. Mm -hmm. And we're almost made to consume it mm -hmm. the way our endocannabinoid system just interacts with different cannabinoids. Yeah. And so when I discovered this, I was just like, wow, this is so interesting. <laughs> I just want to learn more. So it was more of a from as a user, you started generating interest. Yeah. Then then like this is a great business. Let me start something. Yes. Yeah. So it really started out, um, you know, really trying to research it for medicinal purposes. But really, I fell in love with the plant. I fell in love with the industry. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really have traditional capital yep. to start a formal business. So I launched a blog and I, I wanted to interview as many people as I could just to learn about the space. Got it. And so coming from wine, you know, the gourmet side of the cannabis industry was super fascinating. So I, I started reaching out to different cannabis chefs. Um, I started reaching out to edible producers mm -hmm. and it just was so, so interesting to learn how to cook with cannabis and how to really think about it as this gourmet ingredient. Mm -hmm. And as soon as cannabis went recreationally legal in 2018, mm -hmm. um, because of my wine background and all the events that I had done in the wine space, mm -hmm. I really wanted to bring that experience into cannabis. So mm -hmm. I started hosting cannabis infused dinners. Okay. And so this infused was, drinks dinners. And so infused food dinners. Food dinners. All right. Yes. The cuisines and different cuisines. And you had some other chef with you? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So I partnered with, um, I had a series called Thursday Infused. Okay. And so I partnered with all the top chefs from California and we Got would it. partner together to create this uh, four to five course tasting meal. And I believe that would be at a private house, not... Yes, yeah. Because it was not allowed or it's still Correct. not allowed. I yeah, believe, right? so okay. there is a... It's definitely like an underground Yes, event. yes, yes. <laughs> but it was really focused on educating consumers how to approach cannabis in this really elevated... Uh, in this elevated way and really thinking about how you compare cannabis with different foods different ingredients Very interesting. and different wines so as well. people I mean, did not get high after eating or how how <laughs> how, how did you do the course and i'm sure there's yeah. a science behind appetizer versus main course all, you know dessert and yeah so during my dinners uh, we would serve five milligrams of thc max okay. throughout the entire meal but the most important part of and compare dinners, that with me let's say with the cookie is it like one cookie has 10 yeah, so it depends on what type uh, of, of edible. All right, cool. But the most important part of these infused dinners is the guests could actually choose their custom dose. Okay. So we would recommend five milligrams max. But if a uh, you know if a, if someone was coming to the event, they're like, I feel more comfortable at two point five milligrams. Understood. The chef was so precise that they could actually customize so each, each guest meal. Very nice. Yeah. Which it, it, honestly, I think with infused cuisine, that is the most important part. So which means was the cannabis the topping or garnishing area or in the mixing? Uh, where did it get involved? Yeah. So when you're infusing cuisine, 
the chefs could really use their expertise and their creativity to infuse the dishes. So I've、okay. seen everything from infused sauces、right. um, to infused garnishes、um, to infused sugar rims on a drink. So、okay. there's just so many ways that you can infuse a meal. And I think one of the most exciting things about this experience was witnessing how these chefs were really, you know, putting their special touch on nice, the meal. Nice, nice. And so, yeah, it just every dinner that I hosted was completely different,、uh-huh. and every chef had their own method、Got、of、it. infusing cuisine, which was so interesting. So, what's the what's the play here? Like you're trying, you you did that, and then now with the books, with the drinks,、mm-hmm. so you're trying to build obviously and understand a little ecosystem and a、yeah. you know your your place, and now you you want to leverage with your own brand, right? Right.、Uh, talk to us about your own launch and your brand. Yes. Well, this is the most exciting news, probably、uh, besides my book for this year. But I am launching a cannabis infused wine. Fantastic. And、uh, this beverage will be coming out around the holiday season of this year, and we're starting with a sparkling rosé,、mm-hmm. uh, but we're actually calling it a spark. Sparkling rosier,、mm-hmm. <laughs> because in、uh, the cannabis beverage space, we really can't use wine terms. Oh, and so we had to do a special little twist. So you cannot、name. call cannabis Shiraz or something like that. Correct. Wow. Yeah. So then、yeah. you have to get your marketing hat on. Because the thing is, you don't want to confuse a con- consumer that、yeah. it's alcohol or exactly.、Ah. Yeah. So the BCC, which is the Bureau of Cannabis Control, made this this law and regulation. Which, if you are creating a cannabis beverage, you cannot use any alcohol terms. Very interesting fact. Yes, and so this is why you're kind of seeing these clever play on names when、mm. you're coming across different cannabis beverages、um, or different cannabis beers. So I've seen like cannabis beer. But then I've I've heard a name cannabis gin, right? Like, I haven't seen that one. You'll have to show me that one. <laughs> In London, remember? Oh,、yeah. and La- see, okay, so maybe London has different regulations because、okay. this is a very specific California regulation.、Based. All right. Yeah, and that's the most important part about regulations is each state is different. Got it. Each country is different,、uh, but here in California. So、um, legally, you cannot say. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, no. You、worries. cannot say cannabis wine. Legally, we cannot say cannabis wine in our packaging. Correct.、Um, and marketing. That- and marketing.、Okay. Yes. And so. On like the label that you're going to see when we come out with the beverage, it says cannabis infused beverage. Beverage or drink, because that's、right. any category. Yeah,、All、exactly.、Right. So that's like the the safe way and most legal way <laughs>、okay. to do it.、Uh, and then, like I said, we're not calling it a rosé, but we're calling it a rosier.、So, Understood. Yeah. Fantastic. So more and, to come. <laughs> and、uh, how are you going with that? You know, where, where are you with that?、Uh, what's the per- like? The batch is already is ready to yeah, go to the distribution. Yeah. So I was just at Bev Zero today. We're finalizing the formulation.、Mm-hmm. And so when you're creating a a cannabis infused wine, you have to use dealkalized wine.、Mm-hmm. And so you know, coming from the wine side of the world. So is this、uh, a winery making it, or winery is going to dealkalize and sell it to someone else, and then someone else takes over? So I I ended up. Purchasing a wine lot、mm-hmm. um, through the bulk wine market. Understood. And then what you do is you work with a company that can dealkalize it for you. Okay,、and、so that's so, Bev Zero. And that's Bev Zero. Yes. So Bev Zero yeah, has Bev been. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So Bev Zero has been an, an amazing partner, and we've been working together, I think, since June to really fine tune this formulation. And the interesting part of working with dealkalized wine is it's not like traditional wines, of course, because the alcohol's gone. Okay. But alcohol adds so much to a wine. It adds aromas. It adds flavors. It really adds complexity on your palate. Yeah. And when you're removing it,、um, you know, as a cannabis wine creator, you really have to add these elements back in. Yes. So 
you know, it's been a really interesting process for me, you know, thinking about, you know, the different elements of this wine and how I can add back an acidity, how I can create this mouthfeel that yeah. you're getting from this yeah, really yeah. authentic wine experience. How can you get that taste back? Pretty much yeah, that quality. You have right? to basically build it back. And Bev Zero helps in, yes. in those kind of things. Yeah. And, and so it's all R and D. All right. And uh, uh, every time I go into a session, we're playing around with, you know, the acidity, sugar levels. We're playing around with the aromas and flavors, uh, and also, you know, the mouthfeel and the heaviness that you're getting on your palate to really deliver. So a anyone wine helps experience. you with all this? Like you know, in wine, we have master of wines, master yeah. sommeliers, and experts, and all that. We can always say, hey, yep. you know, I need your report and a feedback. In yeah. cannabis, how would you go about having someone evaluate? I evaluate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good for me. Everything's good. Yeah. So luckily, though, I because I come from a long history in the wine industry, okay. um, you know, I've been tasting wines. I, I'm certified. I'm a certified specialist of wine. I'm a French wine scholar. And um, I also have a lot of good wine friends tasting this product as Got well. <laughs> but, but like cannabis wise, you know, yeah. uh, isn't there a complete different evaluation system based on the consumer palate yeah uh, that's true um, is there anything i don't think there is a sort of like master of cannabis drinks if you will but let's start master of cannabis yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> exam apply i know that's yeah. actually really interesting um but i think you know as people continue to develop their palate for cannabis drinks i certainly think that could be okay uh you know a future job position so right now it's more supply driven uh, I think it's good. Let it. Let, let's go. Something yeah. Like that. So I think it really depends on your your tasting team. Got it. Um, I'm working with winemakers at Bev Zero as well. So there's a lot of people tasting your product. Understood. And evaluating. Yep. Um, but I've also brought in um, just consumers to yep. taste as well. Wow. And w what about the distribution uh, side of things? I know yeah. you told me that you've, you know, you are at that place where you're mm -hmm. focusing on the production right now. Yes. Uh, but just out of curiosity, uh, where all can you sell this? Um, so right now, because the product is going to contain THC, okay. you do need to find a cannabis distributor mm -hmm. who can um, get the product into different dispensaries. So basically, it's, okay. it's you very, cannot go direct. You can't. You go cannot direct. endorse di dispensaries. No. Mm -mm. Okay. So it's very similar to alcohol, the yeah, wine like industry here, yeah. or the alcohol industry. Is you need a distributor, and then you have to get into the account. And then from there, uh, your dispensary retail partners sell to the consumer. So unfortunately, unless you're doing a hemp CBD product, You're talking about any cannabis right now. It's three-tier sort of thing. With like a, with THC, yes. So you cannot own a dispensary like alcohol, like liquor store. You cannot, you know. Unless you have a lot of money. <laughs> uh, there are some people who have multiple licenses. Oh, uh, understood. But that is very, very difficult to do in the cannabis space. Okay. Um, but there are certain partners who do have multiple licenses. Uh, but for the most part in the beverage space, Understood. most people Small do companies, not have that. So. Yeah. And then you, yeah. I, I believe your approach is to give it to a distributor and then really help him or her with the promo and brand awareness, oh, yeah. right? That's, Absolutely. That's the way you're going to help. Yes. Uh, yeah. And really tap into the relationships that I've built over the past, um, you know, four years that I've been doing this. So in, uh, in wine, and mm -hmm. let's take an example of wine because it's the closest which I yeah. can compare with. So we normally, you know, a new beverage when it goes into a retail account, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 45% uh, they would want to make at least, right? Mm -hmm. And then a distributor would want to make 30%. Yeah. And a manufacturer, maybe 20, 25, right? right. With all that. H how are the margin structures here in three tiers? It's actually pretty similar. Okay. Yeah, I think with cannabis beverages, though, it's probably a lot less. 
Okay. <laughs> so I think the distributor, depending on who you're with, um, our distributor is taking 10%. Wow. Yeah. Is that consignment based or? Uh, well, it's just because of the production levels, they kind of give you a break compared to other cannabis products. Wow. So it is structured differently than the wine industry. Uh, but I think if what you have... What are the uh, terms uh, from distributor to dis- uh, retailer? Is that COD or they also can give terms? Uh, I think they can give certain terms. Wow, just yeah. 10% in terms. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's like the distributor I'm working with. Because, yeah. And so everyone is Because you're going to ha- con- give them the sale through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so everyone is different. And um, I'm, I'm very excited. And actually, like, distribution in the cannabis space, too, is a very growing industry, too. And so, okay. you know, we do need more distributors. Cannabis. We need a lot, uh, a lot more cannabis drinks focused distributors, which I think a lot of them are now bringing on these types of beverage programs. Okay. And buyers are now getting more excited about cannabis beverages as well, just Got because it. now we're getting, like I said, the shelf stable, the quality is better. There's just a greater interest from consumers. Mm-hmm. So now buyers are very interested. So walk me over, walk, you know, let's say a consumer trying to understand that. Can I just go in any dispensary and you'll mm-hmm. have to ask or it's more like a store experience where I can just pick my own bottle and walk over and go to the counter. So it really depends on what dispensary that you're at. Depends sometimes, on the dispensary type of license? Or it depends on the specific dispensary. Because okay. sometimes I've been in dispensaries where you walk in, everything is just... Uh, a beautiful showcase mm-hmm. so it's almost like behind glass yep <laughs> but then uh, i've been into other dispensaries too where you can't actually pick the product off the shelf okay. um so it really depends on what dispensary that you're in but you know I've, I've seen every type of dispensary and i think it's just really interesting to see kind of the evolution of the dispensary as well Got and it. even if you go down to la for instance yep. you're seeing these like you walk in, you almost feel like you're at Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Fantastic, that is. Yeah, right? it's just so beautiful and everything, um, you know, everyone's just so educated and like they want to teach you about terpenes. Yeah, and yep. It's just such a great experience. Great. Let's talk about a little bit about, you know, the culinary side of cannabis. Yeah. What, what's, what are the trends and where is the action? Like, you know, where do you think people can, you mm-hmm. know, uh, learn more about that and start, you know, trying, experimenting things? Yeah, so I think the culinary side of the cannabis industry is super fascinating, first of all. Um, you know, we have this corner that is mostly focused on the cannabis chef. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many different cannabis chefs that mm-hmm. are out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have probably seen cannabis chefs on big television series, mm-hmm. such as I think Discovery Plus had their Chop 420. Uh, Netflix has done many kind of mm-hmm. like cooking competitions with cannabis chefs. So there really is this this interest in cannabis cuisine. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, there's an interest in it, but the regulations really haven't caught up to, uh, you know, having cannabis-infused restaurants. But, you know, I've heard, like, the first cannabis restaurant opened in L.A. and, all. you know, some some names we've heard, some big restaurant. Like, how are they just opening big cannabis restaurant they're marketing as this whole restaurant? Yeah. So what are they actually uh, serving? So with those types of cafes that have opened, they're actually not infusing the cuisine. So it's really um, a restaurant experience. You're getting just traditional foods, but then you can order cannabis off of their list. So it's almost like a wine list. But you have to consume somewhere else or just you can can have here and eat? And you can consume it on site. While eating the food. Right. But the food isn't infused. Ah, Yeah. But you can order, um, you know, uh, a pairing of your favorite joint or a pairing of your favorite flour. I can order vanilla ice cream and a brownie (laughs) and mix it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I understand. It has to be prepackaged though. 
It has and to come so, from two different outlets, two different licenses. Exactly. Sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. So the first one that opened was the original Cannabis Cafe. Okay. I had the pleasure of going there and having the experience. But yes, it was definitely two different experience, like two different uh, licenses. Wow. And it's you so had much, to order from two different servers even yeah. too. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So much of all this is so, like bottleneck and laws. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> it's just so ready to it like, is. boom. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many cannabis chefs out there that are ready to have this restaurant. Yeah. You know, they're ready yeah. to hit the ground running as soon as the, 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 regulations, the regulations catch up. Pass. And I do think there is such a beautiful way to work with cannabis in this in this gourmet way yeah. that you can infuse it into a meal. You can incorporate it into a cocktail. And, you know, I think we're just right at the beginning of learning so much about cannabis. And I think it's really going to open the door to so many different culinary uh, possibilities. What's your thought on, uh, you know, New York, which just opened yes. up? Uh, I personally believe that it's going to be opened up to all the states. It's a matter of time. Oh, yeah, like, what, what... absolutely. I think when New York uh, decided to go recreational, I think it's the most exciting thing True. I think for it's the a big cannabis sign space. Off. I think that, uh, you know, the media is going to catch up. Yeah. I think that. Uh, the culinary world in New York is going to just really um, embrace cannabis. It so, already has. So New York is ways. as legal as California or still it's not? There are some pockets which they've not opened up yet. Yeah. So the the laws were passed, okay. but it hasn't gone into effect quite yet. All right. And so I think as soon as recreational cannabis does roll out, which I think is next year, okay, uh, it's going to just be so incredibly exciting for the industry. Amazing. And I know everyone... At least all of everyone in my network was celebrating the day we found out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big, big thing, I think. So cheers to New York. Cheers yes. to New York. Yeah. Because if New York comes, New Jersey comes and yep. all East Coast comes, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's great, I think. I think DC is also uh, already done, right? Yes, I believe so. And there's a lot of East Coast states coming online. I know uh, Massachusetts. So it's just a matter um, of time. And then I think Jersey is also. And it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I think it will be more yeah. like alcohol where you can just... Um, yes. And I, I think that, you know, as cannabis rolls out in different states, it will be treated like alcohol. What um, would you tell the consumers, you know, on uh, who, are, who are just trying to get to understand this uh, cannabis cocktails and cannabis drinks space to start with? Like, what are the good places to start? Um, so my number one thing is start low, go slow, okay. which is the motto that I like to say. Uh, but I think if you're kind of nervous about experimenting, experimenting with cannabis, a really safe place to start is CBD. Mm -hmm. um, you can experiment with CBD. You're not going to be at risk of getting too high if you mm -hmm. consume too much. But it'll really kind of open the door to cannabinoids mm -hmm. and seeing how your body reacts. Once you feel a little bit more comfortable... I think that, you know, a really great product to start with are tinctures. Mm -hmm. And so with tinctures, you can actually titrate your dose mm -hmm. up and down depending on your comfort level. And I think that's a really great way to start. So you can microdose if you mm -hmm. want to. Whereas if you're eating a full edible, it's really hard to kind of get that precise dose uh, if you're new, yep, if you're yep. brand new to cannabis. And so what I like to say is if you're a little bit nervous, start with CBD, work your way up to some tinctures. And then really figure out what ratio works with um, the cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. So with cannabis products, you're going to find ratios um, that are high in CBD or high in THC. There's balanced ratios and everyone's body is so different. So it's really about experimenting, 
finding what products work best, but really finding like the ratio that works well for you. Got it, got it. Yeah. Tell me more about, you know, what, what's included in this book? I mean, what all <laughs> chapters you've covered, you know? Yeah, so what? chapter one is mm -hmm. really just an overview of uh, Cannabis 101, so just education. Mm -hmm. um, chapter two is uh, just mixology basics. Okay. So if you're brand new to mixing drinks, it's a really great overview of how to work with beverages and how to create tasting notes. Yep. And uh, cannabis mixology as well. Uh, chapter three is called Mastering Infusions. Mm -hmm. So I'm teaching you how to actually make cannabis infusions. And so you're making cannabis infused bitters. Mm -hmm. You're making cannabis infused simple syrup, cannabis infused shrubs. Mm -hmm. So you're really building out this cannabis bar pantry mm -hmm. that then you can use in all of the recipes that are featured in the book to infuse them. Mm, so right. then chapters four and five are all recipes after that. Cocktail recipes. Um, cocktail recipes, smoothies, shakes, oh, juices. Yeah, smoothies. <laughs> okay. That's the most healthiest, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so there's really a drink uh, for every type of consumer. Cannabis kale smoothie cannot be healthier. And <laughs> there's a superfood smoothie, which I think has spinach or kale. So. Well. So how can people source these materials or ingredients yeah. in, in, in especially this, I wouldn't ask the states that it's not legal, but let's say in California. So I wrote this book to be very accessible for everyone. Mm -hmm. So whether you have access to just hemp CBD, like mm -hmm. tinctures, uh, hemp CBD flour, you can use those types of products in this book. Got it. Or if you are in a legal state, you can find the cannabis products quite easily at a dispensary. But I really wanted to create an approachable book that will allow any person to just pick it up and use it. Mm -hmm. um, because I know all states are different, like we were saying earlier. Yep. And so I think um, it's just find what type of product you have available. Yep. And then start experimenting with the recipes. Yeah, great. Because I was going to ask you, like, have you noticed uh, how many legal states are ordering your book versus non-legal states? But that answers my question because yeah. you've you've made it up that you can sort of mix up with a lot of different yeah. kind of things. And even each recipe gives you instructions if you just want to use a CBD tincture mm -hmm. versus an infusion. Oh, there's just really, um, I wanted to provide just really good directions for both got types it. of applications. Got it, got it. And what's the what you know how big of a brand you want to make uh have you set any goals coming back to your beverage brand like i'm going to sell yeah. one at least uh let's say two thousand cases in the first 12 months or depending on the distribution bottleneck we have yeah i mean that would be great one of the important things is we're actually launching in cans okay so nice. we're going to do a single serve can and a four pack can okay and then next year we're going to roll out our 750 bottles all right and then also create a line of kind of wine uh, not wine cocktails, but like kind of like a wine uh, elixir line. <laughs> Liqueur <laughs> so, line. Sort of. Or like elixirs. Uh, I can't disclose exactly what. No yet, problem. <laughs> stay tuned. It'll Stay tuned. Yeah. Yes. But we're really hoping uh, to expand. Try the can first. Yes. You know, and get started there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, from there, I think the next thing that would be great for the brand is to get in different states. Got so it. if you can get a multi-state, so I believe you need license. a local bottler, right? For yeah, getting exactly. Into different so states. to get in different states, you have to find a manufacturer in that state, mm -hmm. which I think a lot of cannabis beverages are starting to do now. Yep. So that's kind of like the next play and how to keep growing. What about brand. direct to consumer? You will be able to sell and fulfill orders on your website. Um, only if we do a hemp-derived CBD product. So you cannot do THC direct to consumer. And yours is THC. Yeah. Yeah. Why you selected that when it's so narrow? I, I firmly believe that THC just adds so much to a for beverage. For the taste? 
Okay. Not for the taste, but more for the effect. For the kick. Yeah, for the kick. <laughs> Especially,、um, you know, if you're looking for an alternative to alcohol, it does kind of provide、so、this experience where you're you're kind of getting that relaxation. You're getting a mild buzz. Understood. So similar. Let's to say you know、water. how we have、uh, two beers or a couple of wines. You、yeah. want a little bit of buzz starting.、Yeah. <laughs> so you want you have that expectations. Like people, if they、right. have two cannabis drinks, they want something. Something. And you think THC provides or CBD doesn't、Absolutely. provide? Absolutely. I think you know CBD. It depends on your body how you react to it, but I think THC really provides kind of that like that euphoric experience、Understood. that people are looking for. But a really exciting trend that we're also seeing is、um, this use of other cannabinoids that are mixed into the beverage. So、mm-hmm. we're seeing、uh, Delta Eight、yeah. THC, which has been、yeah. very popular,、um, THCV, which is kind of this like really uplifting, energizing cannabinoid.、Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we're seeing CBD, THC, and so I think、um, the future is really about kind of like mixing and matching these different、mm-hmm. cannabinoids to achieve different effects.